Amen. Amen. Yes. Uh, once again, good evening, brethren, and praise our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us continue briefly in prayer. O oh Lord God, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we bow down, we worship you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. You are God, your creator of heaven and earth, the great I am, God of all creation. Father, we adore you this morning. We praise your name and we exalt you, Lord. Father, you're good and your mercies endure forever. You are awesome, God. There is no any other God but you. Lord, we look to you this evening. As we sit, O oh Lord, at your feet, Lord, may you silence every other voice, O oh God. We are praying in the mighty name of Jesus that your spirit, O oh Lord, will take over this moment. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we want to pray for our connection. Realign us to your spirit, O oh God, this evening, that none of us will live the same to the glory and honor of your name. Lord, speak to us, speak clearly, speak through me, speak to us that your gospel may be taken to another level. Father, speak to us about your spiritual authority, about the divine ability that you have given unto each one of us, and to each one of us who has promised to walk with you the journey of faith. Father, I pray that you take over, take over my inadequacy. I choose to reduce, O oh Lord, that you may speak, O oh God, take over, O oh God, the airwaves. May you silence completely, Lord, every thought in the, in the mind, O oh God, anything, my master, that separates us from you, spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us tonight in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You welcome once again, brethren, uh, our topic this evening is walking with God, divine protection. Once again, I would like to thank the Almighty God for the opportunity to share the word together. Uh, I would also like to thank the cathedral management team for this opportunity as a family of Christ. Praise the living God. The topic I was given once again is walking with God, divine protection and our reference scripture is numbers chapter 10 verse 33 to 36 allow me to read it please they the children of israel marched for three days after leaving the mountain of the lord with the ark of the lord's covenant moving ahead of them to show them where to stop and rest. As they moved on each day, the cloud of the Lord hovered over them. And whenever the ark set out, Moses would cry out, Arise, O Lord, and let the enemies be scattered. Let them flee from you. And when the ark of the Lord was set down, he would say, return, O Lord, to the countless thousand of Israel. Briefly, I would like us to talk about the background of this text. 
um, the children of Israel going out, coming in, is an example to us to begin and end every day's journey and every day's work in the presence of God with prayer. Here is Moses' prayer when the ark set forward. Raise up and let the enemies be scattered. There are those enemies in the world who are enemies of God, haters of him, secret enemies and open enemies. Enemies to the word of God, which is the truth. Enemies to his laws. Enemies to his ordinances and enemies to his people. But for the scattering and defeating of God's enemies, there needs to be no more than God arising. It takes God alone to scatter the enemies. Observe this evening through this scripture that God is almighty. Observe also that prayer, that the prayer of Moses, when the ark rested, that God would cause his people to rest. The welfare and happiness of Israel, of God, consists in the continual presence of God among them. Their safety is not in their numbers, but in the favor of God and his gracious return to them and resting in him. God will go with them to find them resting places by the way. His promise is he will never leave them nor forsake them. Looking at our topic this evening, dear friends, walking with God's divine protection means walking with God with your heart, your mind, and your soul. Walking with God means moving along with God in unity of faith as you pass through your life's journey, for most part, focusing on God. And following his lead will keep you on the right path. Here is an illustration. When you walk with someone, obviously you will not be going in opposite directions. If you walk in different direction, you can't listen to each other or you cannot listen to them because you're walking in different direction. You will not be able to enjoy the scenery together. You will not be able to share with them. You neither will you be able to understand them. However, when you walk with the Lord, your will is going to align with his will. Since you are walking alongside with him, your focus will be on him alone. He will be the center of your heart, the center of your focus. 
the center of your mind, the center of your speech, and so on and so forth. Think about working again with someone in this physical world to understand what it means to walk with God on a spiritual level. Consider what it means to literally take a walk with a friend. Ask yourself, how, how would you interact with this person or with that person that you're working with? What do you expect from them? What do you expect from that individual? And how do you speak and behave in return? When you are consistently working with someone, you're going to understand them better than you ever did. What comes to my mind when I'm talking about working with God is an example that I'm drawing from Amos chapter 3, verse 3, of a couple. Scripture says in Amos 3, 3, that how can the two work together unless they are in agreement? When you take a walk with someone, you go to be in agreement. Otherwise, you will not They're traveling in the same direction. You also tend to bond. You also tend to trust each other. Your steps move uh, in a similar, at a similar pace so that neither one of you leaves the other behind. You talk with each other and your attention remains on each other. In short, there is an overall sense of harmony and unity between the two of you during your walk. Brethren, we are talking about walking with God, divine protection. Walking with God is not just a time of prayer closet. It is a lifestyle that only obtained that is only obtained through our Lord Jesus Christ. Walking with God is a journey. Picture again this evening. You're going on a trip with your best friend. A best friend, you know, he hates dogs and he will not be pleased to see you carry a dog along this journey. So, in the same way, you are not going to bring things that will hold you back on this journey of salvation. Instead, you give them up. You give up those things, evil things, for the sake of your union with Jesus Christ. When you walk with God, You choose intimacy with God, and you choose to glorify God day by day. Praise the Lord. In this evil generation, it's not hard to notice a man or woman of God whose heart is aligned with God's heart. Because their light shines so brightly 
that they are set apart for God. Walking with God calls you to be set apart, calls you to let your light shine so brightly in this dark world. Here is a quote from Henry Ford. He says, those who walk with God always reach their destination. Walking with God does not lead to God's favor. God's favor leads to walking with God. Brethren, as we continue to share this evening about walking with God, I pray that the Holy Spirit will convict us, that we will hear his voice and renew our walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. God created us to fellowship with him and he desires us to walk with him according to scripture in Micah chapter 6 verse 8. Before the fall in Genesis, Adam and Eve would walk and fellowship with God in the Eden, in the garden of Eden. But after they had sinned, they were so ashamed and hid when they heard him coming. Similarly, sin will make you hide. Sin will distract your walk with the Lord. Scripture contains different men and women who followed our Lord Jesus Christ. I would like us uh, to, to briefly talk about uh, uh, Enoch. Enoch walked this journey for 300 years. He walked faithfully. He was always in communion with God throughout the years. So much so that he took him away to paradise at the end of his days. He walked well. Men like Noah, Noah and Abraham, they found favor in the sight of the Lord. They were righteous. They walked blameless. When we walk with the Lord, we draw closer to God with all our hearts. We become, he becomes our focus. Our hearts long for God. Our actions long for God. We desire to think about him. We desire to talk about him. Our hearts seek his presence. Our desires to have fellowship with him. And our desire will be to grow while our worldly passions fed off. They shed off completely because he's a pure God. Walking with the Lord will help us to be aware of sin in our lives. The sin that is crippling you, the sin that may be in my life. When you walk with the Lord, you become more aware. 
your spiritual antennas will go high. You will grow more and more to hate evil, to hate sin. Your heart will pain when you see sin on television, sin in the world. More and more you will want to confess when you're walking with God for the sake of your union with him. Every trace of evil that pollutes your spirit man will fade away. You will do away with that. When we walk alongside with our maker, he is more than a friend. What I love is that he knows what we need already. He knows even before we go to him in prayer. Walking with God is not like any other. Walking with God is fulfillment. As believers, we are required to keep in step with the Holy Spirit. We are required to keep in fellowship. We are required to keep with our Lord side by side, consulting him on every step we make. Unfortunately, we don't sometimes take these things seriously. You go, you step out into a meeting, you have not consulted your maker. You sit at table, you have not prayed. Brethren, to keep in step with him, you need to model your actions after his and follow the instructions of God. All the instructions he has provided in his word. Get time. I encourage us to read the word so that his instructions on working with him are on our fingertips. Once you know from God's word that divine protection belongs to you, once you know that divine protection is power, you will, your life will not be the same. You will be transformed. There are some conditions you must keep in order for you and I to activate the divine protection of God. It just doesn't fall like manna from heaven. The word of God makes this very clear. Remain on the right path, the path of righteousness, in order for you, in order for me, in order for us to enjoy our walk with the Lord, with the assurance of his divine protection. Um, you can find one of the steps uh, at the beginning of Psalm 91. Psalm 91. He knows he who abides 
in the secret place of the Most High shall remain fixed under the shadow of the Almighty God. Friends, if you are to enjoy, if you and I are to enjoy God's divine protection, you must abide or dwell in him. Dwelling or abiding him is not a temporary situation. Friends, it is a permanent dwelling place. The place where you, you make your home, it does not indicate a coming in and a going out, but a continual dwelling under God's shadow. Praise the Lord. What does it take then to become an abider in God? Putting God's word in your heart for one thing. Scripture says in John chapter 15 verse 7, Jesus said, If you live in me, abide bitterly united to me, and my words remain in you, continue to live in your heart, ask whatever you will, and it shall be done for you. Let us walk that journey. Let us abide. Walking with God requires trust. Walking with God requires obedience. Just like the scripture we have just read. Noah was an obedient man. He was obedient to God. He followed instructions. He was so faithful. Well, others might have even given up or run away under these circumstances. But this speaks volumes to me and you who have decided to carry the cross and follow our Lord Jesus Christ. Let go, brethren. Let us let go of all distractions, all stumbling blocks. Discipline your flesh as a believer. Before you can focus on God, you need to let go of all the worldly things that distract you from your relationship with God. These distractions may not be seen per se, but anything that you intentionally or unintentionally prioritize over God. Think again as we walk through scripture. Think again of the example I shared at the beginning. You're walking with God. Sometimes it's like you're walking with a friend and you, your concentration is elsewhere. Probably your concentration is on, on the cell phone. 
you will not enjoy. You will not enjoy your work. I can assure you. Instead of focusing on distractions, focus on God. Focusing on God can prevent you from walking elsewhere. That is guaranteed. In addition, seems that you cling to create an obvious distraction. But there are These are not the only things, brethren. We need to watch out. Even things that are beneficial can become very harmful if we are not careful. For instance, working hard and earning money to support the family is a very good thing. But if you become obsessed with work, if you become obsessed with money to the point of neglecting your uh, family, to the point of neglecting God, then you have allowed it to become a distraction in your walk with God. And remember that every distraction has got consequences before our Lord. As a believer, then what do we do? Prayer, prayer allows the believer to stay on course. Prayer allows the believer to walk closely in connection with God. Prayers of thanksgiving, prayers, uh, prayers of praise, prayers of petition, supplication, and so on and so forth, all have their rightful places. God sometimes may be silent as you walk with him. Do not give up. Through prayer, he will encourage you. Through prayer, you will talk, you will laugh, you will cry together with God. We are also encouraged as believers to continue the walk through meditation on the word of God. Read and meditate the word of God to clear the mind of these worldly distractions. There are quite many. Wherever you turn, the moment you walk out, the distractions are so many. Keep yourself in the word. Keep yourself in the word. There is this bird, the ostrich. He keeps his head in the, in the ground. Let us keep our head in the word of God. Listen to gospel music. Do not allow your mind to wander. Joyce Meyer wrote a book, a very good book that the, the mind, the, 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 the devil, is the battlefield in the mind. Listen more when you read the word. Pay attention to what you're reading to keep in step with our Lord Jesus Christ. Model your actions after his word. 
follow those instructions. Make it a habit, brethren. Let us make it a habit to read the word of God. We are also children of God who depend on the Holy Spirit of God. Remember the Holy Spirit, our helper, our comforter. Believers ultimately rely on the Holy Spirit to guide them, to guide them as we continue the journey of faith. The Holy Spirit will guide us. He guides us. We depend on him. Pray to God and ask ask him to release the power of the Holy Spirit upon you every day. Child of God, as we walk closely with God in his divine protection, I'd also to ask to pay, like us to pay attention to providence, providence from God. While God may seem distant or silent at times, there are also times when God may interrupt the usual flow of things in a significant enough way to change the path of the person is on. These signs of providence can be subtle and sometimes um, you you just need to discern discern so that your eye is open. Discern the signs just like there's a saying that read between the lines. Also you need to analyze your steps. Consider the way you currently live. Ask yourself, which components of my life, which components of your life follow God? And which, which components, uh, strays away from the path of righteousness? Take time to sit and reflect on your walk this far. Think about the times, for instance, in your life when you felt in harmony with God. Those days were like were likely on days on which we are walking right with God. Those days were likely that you sat and involved God. Then think again about the times when you felt lost. You lost direction. You felt you're so distant. Then ask yourself if you were doing the things that pushed God away during that time. Sometimes we push God away. Even even. And if those simple things were as simple as not making time for prayer or church, these days have been days on which you paused or or took a wrong turn. Search yourself day in, day out. Are you on course? Seek the model of behavior you followed during the times you've walked with God in the past and actively 
try to avoid the behavior that previously led you astray. My next point is that when working with God, you will require patience, the fruit of the Spirit. When working with God, the answer to prayer or the solution to a difficult circumstance may not arrive as promptly as you would like it. Um, in order to walk alongside God through these times, you must slow down. Your pace and walk has to come down to God's pace. Do not run through this situation. We tend to run. We tend to, 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 to miss his voice because we are impatient. Ultimately, God will guide you to the place where you are supposed to be. At the time you're supposed to arrive, you might be in a rush to get there. But if you want to walk with God, you must trust that God's chosen time of arrival is definitely better than yours. Praise the Lord. This journey of faith, walking with God, will require that as believers we walk with other believers. Brethren, let us learn to walk with others along the path of righteousness. We need each other. You and I can't just fly alone. It is important to fellowship with others who share your dedication to God. These people can become your support here on earth and you can become their support in return. It benefits both of us to walk together the journey of faith. Other believers can also keep you accountable to the commitment you have made to walk with God. Keep in mind, therefore, that oftentimes God uses the people in our lives to guide your footsteps. Keep walking. Keep on walking. Even when the going gets so tough, go. No retreat, no surrender. Keep walking. Keep walking in the Lord. Believing that he is there for you through his divine protection, through his divine strength. Keep on walking. Do not give up. We must finish well, brethren. We must wear the crown. Therefore, keep walking amidst the troubled waters. And also keep praying for the body of Christ. Keep praying as you walk. Keep drawing souls for Christ. Choose to keep walking. Choose to keep focused. Choose to keep on the path of God. No matter how many times you trip and stumble, you need to dust off and continue walking. Do not look behind into sin 
you will turn into salt. Do not look back. You are not a dog to take the vomit again. Go on. God will not turn away from you. It's written in his word. Even if you temporarily lose sight of the rot, you're supposed to travel. Keep walking. Praise the Lord. Make a decision this evening. If you're on call tonight and you've not confessed Christ as your Lord and Savior, make a decision. Confess Christ. Receive freedom. And walk with God in divine protection. You cannot walk alone in this world. The world is perishing. This evening, make a decision that God will hold your hand. No matter where you're at. And he will protect you at all times. Believe. Scripture tells us that when you pray, believe. This is a journey of faith. Even when times of trouble come, you must believe that God is right at the center of it all and keep praising his name as you walk the journey. Walking hand, hand in hand with our Lord will, will, will lead you to victory. You keep going. Through temptations, keep going through problems. Go. You have to walk. Choose to walk continually. Neither is it your strength. It's not your strength that will help you to walk. It's not your strength that will keep you focused. It is God. God alone. What comes from you is your willingness. May God touch us that we'll be willing to walk with him and not to turn back. Your will is critical as we walk with God in divine protection. Decide to walk his path, ask to be helped in standing firm, and he will give you his measure according to you. In conclusion, are you on Zoom tonight? I pray that the spirit will renew your spirit man. Return to God. Seek his face. He will protect you. God knows where you want to go. God knows and has seen your tears. Probably you you have wavered along the way. You've gone through so much. You've lost loved ones. You've lost your job. You've lost your trusted friend. Do not give up. Walking with God. As a believer, be honest about your situation. And call upon him. Every time, anywhere. Also remember in Acts chapter 2, 21, that you must be pure before him as you come honest before our God. Ensure that you are clean. You are clean. Come 
return to God and you will be cleansed. I am reminded of uh, the prodigal son in uh, Luke chapter 15. The prodigal son was honest. The prodigal son, uh, he realized his mistake. He returned to his father and he was pardoned. Do not let an opportunity like this uh, leave you behind. Well, of course, there are, there are disobedience. If you disobey, there are consequences to sin, to being stiff next. God has placed a desire and longing in our hearts for him. It is a search for happiness. People often turn to superficial things. These will not quench our thirsts. They will not quench our thirsts. These things will end here. We have a journey ahead of us. Jehovah is certainly capable of protecting his servants. He is almighty. A title indicating that he possesses irresistible power. Our Lord Jesus Christ is all power in, in our walk. He will protect us. He has promised. God is our refuge. He is our strength. Scripture tells us in Psalm 46, He will not leave us alone. He will not forsake us. Praise the Lord. God's promise of protection is conditional. It is realized only by those who draw closer to him. Proverbs 18.10 states that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Into it, the righteous runs and he is safe. Um, in, I, I read a, a bit about a tower and I realized that in the olden days, um, the towers were sometimes built in the wilderness as safe places of refuge. But uh, it was upon the one in danger to flee to such a tower and find safety. It is similar with finding refuge in God's name. We need to know and trust the bearer of the name and live in harmony with his righteous standards and also run to him for refuge. God has done more than just a promise of protection. God demonstrates miraculous ways that he protects his people. We see this in his word. During Israel's history, his mighty hand often kept powerful enemies at bay in Exodus chapter 7. However, God also used his protective power on behalf of uh, individuals. In Daniel Chapter 3, I'm reminded of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
they had complete confidence in the power of God. Indeed, in that fiery furnace, even when heated seven times hotter than the normal, God uh, presented no uh, challenge to their all-powerful God. Amazing. God safeguards through his living watch, which the motivation power is to heal hearts and reform lives. Um, scripture in Hebrews chapter 4, as I come to a conclusion, by applying these principles, we can be protected from spiritual and physical harm. Isaiah 48 says, I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you, who directs you in the way you should go, teaching you uh, my principles. So, most, most important, God provides spiritual protection. Our loving God protects us from spiritual harm by equipping us with what we need in order to endure trials and safeguard our relationship with him. Thus, Jehovah works to preserve our life, not just for a short time, but for eternity. Those who are in Christ can rest assured that our God will guide and protect us from all harm. Remember the scripture we read, his spirit hovers over us. I just can't thank God enough for the things he does behind, behind the scenes. Sometimes we don't even realize what God is doing behind the scenes. God could have taken you out of a dangerous situation without you even knowing. It is awesome that God is watching over us and he promises never to leave us. Take an example of a, a precious baby who is sleeping so peacefully in his bed. That is how God looks at his children. Even though we do not deserve, he loves us and cares for us. Praise God. God does not want anyone to perish, but to repent and believe God gave his perfect son. He gave him up for you and for me, Jesus Christ. Sometimes God protects uh, believers by allowing them to go through trials. He could be protecting you from an even worse situation. He could be using trials for his special purposes. Just know that. Trust the Lord and take refuge in him alone because he is our hiding place. Therefore, we should be confident. We should rejoice at the fact that we are protected by the Almighty and no evil shall befall us. No, no, no weapon that is fashioned against us shall prosper. 
I would like to read very briefly the Psalm uh, of David, Psalm 1 to 1. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is at your shed, at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming. The Lord will watch over your going out both now and forevermore. Praise the living God. What a beautiful psalm. What a comfort from the mouth of our Lord. Brethren, always remember that the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. As we continue to walk the journey together, walking closely with our Lord Jesus Christ, the journey of salvation, we shall continue to cry out to Abba Father, arise, arise in my situation, arise at cathedral, arise among the believers. Oh God of Abraham, arise and scatter the enemies. Have faith, believe. May the Lord scatter all darkness from you, brethren. May God's spirit hover over you wherever you will go. May you remain and abide in him, my Lord. May you rest in his presence. May all your days be filled with the Holy Spirit. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the living Amen. God. Um, uh, before I hand over to my brother, uh, Amon, I would like us to pray. Lord, we want to thank you because you speak. You speak to us through your words. Lord, we want to thank you because you have called us. We are yours. Lord, we want to thank you because you have separated us. There is a cover. Your spirit hovers over us who have confessed you as Lord and Savior. It's our prayer this evening that we remain in you. It's our prayer, Lord, that we will know that you are our God and we choose to cling on to you. Abba, Father, open our hearts wider. Pour your spirit, O God. Pour your purity in us, my master. Pour your grace. Pour your courage towards you moving this journey. Lord, it's not going to be easy, you told us in your word, but we choose to keep our eyes on you no matter what. We choose to remain in you. We choose to follow your word. We choose, oh Lord, to grow as believers in you. Father, I pray therefore that you seal every open door of the enemy. Shut every mountain that is before us. Father, I pray that you would grow us into your likeness as we go through the trials, O oh God, as we go through the muddy roads, O oh God, Abba Father, we pray that we will be victorious, that your name will be praised, that your gospel will be taken far and near in the mighty name of, your, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we bless you. We give you honor. We rejoice in you because you have closed the behind chapters behind us and we will not turn back 
because you are our shepherd. We choose to follow in your footsteps, my God. Father, we pray that your peace will continue to reign in every circumstance, that we will not waver, that we will not give up for the glory and honor of your name. Abba, Father, I pray that you visit each one of us this evening, even those that were not able to log on. My master, may your power, may your spirit come down in your power, my master, and visit us, O oh God, as believers, as your children, as mothers, as wives, as ministers of your word. O oh Lord, as a nation of Uganda, we cry out, Abba, Father, that without you, O oh God, we are nothing. Father, we need you. We need you to walk with us. We need your divine protection. Father, we thank you for your promises. Ah, yes, and amen. Along this path, in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. You are God. You are healer. Our restorer. Pick us up again where we have wobbled in mud. Pick us up again out of the shame. Pick us up again out of despair and hopelessness. Lord, I want to pray that you give us a song daily as we rise up, oh Lord, as we go to sleep. Lord, I pray that we will be indeed your Christian soldiers. May we walk, Lord, well, fully armored, my master, according to Ephesians chapter 3. Lord, we are praying that we will defeat the enemy through you. Lord, we also bring repentance where we have complained. Along the journey, we have grumbled, we have been tossed, we have been confused. My God and my King, you have the power to call our mind back to order. Lord, we are your children. May we be indeed truly, deeply rooted in you alone. For your grace, Abba Father, comes from you. We need your grace, for your grace is sufficient. Lord, where we have misused grace, Lord Abba Father, correct us this evening. I pray, oh God, that you perfect us in your likeness. I pray, oh God, that you take our eyes off things that do not honor you. Oh Lord, in Psalm 119, you ask each one of us to take our eyes off things that don't honor you. Every distraction, oh God, we step on it. We travail. We go to another ladder. We go to your grace. We reach out to you that we hold on, that we will not drown in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. We ask that you rebaptize us with the power of your Holy Spirit to teach your word in our families, to teach your word to our spouse who has not confessed you as Lord and Savior, to teach your word in schools, in the marketplace, oh God, where we go. I pray in the name of Jesus, in this walk, oh God, that we will shine out there. The neighbors may hear you. The children may hear you. Lord, the marketplace will hear you. Position us. Where are you positioned us, oh God? I pray that we'll continue to be the light and the soul. Abba, Father, we choose to surrender to you. Where we are burdened, oh God, refresh us this evening. Put a song in our heart. Hide your word in our lips, on our hearts, that we'll continue to meditate on your word day and night. Lord, I pray that you open our spiritual eyes, open our spiritual ears, oh God. Give us wisdom and understanding and knowledge. Revive us and show us your spirit of revelation, oh God, in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. We give you thanks. We clap your ha- our hands, oh God, before you. We pray that you wash these hands where they have been stained. We pray that you wash our eyes. You wash our ears. 
wash our feet that have rushed into evil in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May your word transform us, O oh God, into your likeness. May you wash us, Lord, where we've used, O oh God, our tongue, O oh God, our eye in a way that does not glorify you. Revive us again. Revive us, my master. Revive us to seek you more than ever before. For the glory goes back to you, my master. Lord, we bless you. We thank you for all the testimonies. We thank you, Lord, where you carried us from. We thank you where you're taking us. We thank you for the good plans you have for each one of us. My master and my king, you are God. You are good, gracious father, God of compassion, God of love. May you, oh God, touch us. May your hand, your wing, oh God, continue to hover over each one of us. To the glory, oh God, and honor of your name. We want to seal this word in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we believe and pray. Amen. Glory to the Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen and amen.